Lakers get a much-needed win, a win over the Cleveland Cavaliers, 100-86, to the final score. Uh, already taking a quick uh, quick look at the NBA standings here just to see where the Lakers are. So fourth place in the Western Conference. Now you got to start rooting for teams like Denver, Portland, Dallas, San Antonio to lose some games here, hopefully over this, uh, this next stretch. Uh, Denver is a game-and-a-half behind the Lakers. Portland a game-and-a-half behind the Lakers. Uh, and Dallas four-and-a-half games behind the Lakers. So I think the goal would be... By the time LeBron James, Anthony Davis come back, can you stay in the top six of the Western Conference? We'll see how things play out there. I appreciate you guys being a part of the show. If you want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show, phone number is 877-710-ESPN. Of course, we always encourage you to call. Give us your thoughts on the game. Certainly, there's a lot of times we sit here, and uh, over the course of these last few games, there's been frustration the way the Lakers have been playing. Got to feel good uh, about the Lakers getting this win tonight. And to be honest with you, you can't really care how the Lakers win at this point. Um, a win is a win. And I, I'm not uh, feeling sorry that the Cavs, you know, didn't have one of their main players, uh, Colin Sexton. Uh, for the Lakers, it's just a matter of can you find a way to get a W. And this was not a perfect game. Lakers shot 23% from the three-point line. They had 23 turnovers tonight. But when they needed to play some defense, specifically in that second half and specifically that third quarter, uh, they did it. You know, they came out. I thought it was interesting, you know, watching the first half, listening to John and Michael at the same time. Um, there was an energy in that first half where it felt like Coach was just incredibly frustrated, using most of his timeouts, trying to make sure that the Lakers don't let a game like this slip away. You know, believe it or not, I don't know if you guys understand what I'm referring to here, this was a key game. Sunday's game is a key game coming up as well. Why are those big games? Because you don't have too many in the schedule. After that, you still got the Milwaukee Bucks, and then you get into April. You got the Clippers, Miami, Brooklyn, two against Utah, Boston. You got some really difficult games coming with teams that are fighting for uh, playoff spots, are fighting for seeding, um, want to see you fall in the process because you're the champs and you're the Los Angeles Lakers. So there's certainly a lot of different reasons why this was an important game for the Lakers, and I thought you know coming out and getting the win, no matter how they got it, was uh, was important. Um, let's take a quick phone call here, uh, Solomon in Lake Balboa. What's going on, Solomon? Hey, Alex. Thanks for checking in with me, man. Um, you know, you made some really good points tonight. First of all, there are no ugly wins. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? If there's if there's a win, it, it, it's not ugly. It certainly came in a good time. What a difference in the third quarter, huh? Man, they, they, they picked it up. You could feel it, and you are absolutely right. you got to win the games that you can win. And, you, you know, you pointed out a couple of them coming up, and this was one of them. So it was a real key uh, victory tonight and uh, had to love Dennis Schroeder. Um, I, I know his name came up in trade talks, but, man, that's, uh, it is hard to find a little guard like him in the league. I think the Lakers are to hold on to him. Solomon. Harold played that yeah, go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, I appreciate you calling. I was going to hit uh, on Dennis Schroeder. So, you know, it's interesting listening to his comments post game yesterday, and I can't predict what's going to happen in the offseason. I, I know that he mentioned something that I thought was interesting. He talked about how he's never been in this position before to be a free agent, and he wants to kind of go through that process, but he wants to remain a Laker. What that number is going to be in the offseason, I can't tell you. But I, what I will tell you is this. He's got an incredible opportunity. Yes, his name was mentioned in trade rumors. Yes, he could have potentially been traded 
for a guy uh, like Kyle Lowry. But he's on the Lakers, and he's going to be on the Lakers the rest of the season. And the amount of exposure, whether Dennis Schroeder is going to be a Laker past this season or not, we'll, we'll wait to see. But the opportunity that he has in front of him right now to wear and to rock the purple and gold, to have an opportunity to this long playoff run of being an impact player, it's one thing to do it right now. I mean, I know we're looking at Montrez Harrell and Dennis Schroeder as the key players on the Lakers when LeBron James and Anthony Davis are out, but that a lot of that pressure is going to go away when LeBron and AD come back. It's not going to be, you know, his line tonight was great. Let me read off his line if you guys didn't see it. 17 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 4 steals. Did have 7 turnovers. I'm going to keep mentioning that because he did. Um... But he's not going to have to have games where everything's going to be on his shoulders. Montrez Harrell is not going to have games. It was 10 of 15 from the field, 24 and 10, where everything's on his shoulders. But for now, they could try to carry the team. And if they can carry the team as long as they possibly can for this you know, stretch, what's going to be key then is when the Lakers do get healthy, when they do get everybody back, those guys are going to be extremely comfortable. And if you're Dennis Schroeder, play out the rest of the season play your heart out, and I think um, you know we, we saw a couple of possessions where he certainly was just so aggressive on defense, um, that, that huge block that he had. But if he does that, the money part and the business part is going to take care of itself in the offseason. So we'll see how things play out there. Um, you know, one thing I mentioned was Kuz. We're so accustomed to Kuz. Four points tonight, two of seven from the field, over three from the three-point line. Got to be honest, seven seven assists and eight rebounds, I'll take that any night. If he has a night where we're highlighting his assists and his rebounds over his uh, points, that means Kyle Kuzma was finding other ways to you know, obviously contribute. And uh, it was great to see THT get back into some kind of rhythm. Six of 11 from the field. He ended up with uh, 15 points. Uh, Lakers over the Cavs, 100 to 86. When we come back, we'll get a chance to hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, get his thoughts on tonight's game. As much as I sit here and say, this, uh, this is great from a fan perspective to see the Lakers get a win. I'm sure Lakers head coach uh, Frank Vogel has got to be ecstatic just to have a win under his belt and get these guys a little bit of confidence as they continue this journey without LeBron and AD. Uh, coach, coming up next, stay right here. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Lakers over the Cleveland Cavaliers, 100-86 to the final score. 29-17 and on the season. Um, let's take a quick listen here to Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Get his thoughts on the Lakers' 14-point win over the Cavs. The message was at halftime and how you thought it was received in that third quarter. Yeah, we struggled a couple of third quarters uh, the last couple of games. Uh, the mindset was to make this one ours. Okay, this was the one where it was going to be opposite. It's going to be the Cavs struggling in the third quarter um, because we want to have a, a better defensive disposition and want to make sure that we don't want to we, we don't have what happened to us the last couple of games in the third quarter happen. And uh, our guys came out charged up, uh, really played great defense, held them to ten points in a quarter, which is hard to do in this league, and um, it was a big factor in the win. 
Shooter had the highlight play with the chase down block and four steals. But Frank, you spoke about that before the game, kind of talked about his defense all year. How key did you think that was tonight? And what specifically was he doing that you thought was impactful? Well, his effort is inspiring, you know, and uh, those types of plays. Kenny has plays like that. Kuz had one tonight that they, they caught for a foul. You know, that's uh, that's the care factor that, that we play with here. You know, that's why we're the number one defense in the league. You know, we make hustle plays and transition like that as part of our culture. And, um, you know, Dennis shows that, that uh, he's contributing to that. BT? How you doing, Frank? Good, BT. What, what, what do you like the most about that third quarter defense from your team? I think I just think we were flying around. You know, real our disposition was great. You know, our communication and, and talking uh, was really good. And there was just a determination about our group that we weren't going to lose that, that quarter the way we did the last couple of games. So, um, yeah, I like our determination. Kyle? Hey, Frank. When you look at the last couple of games for Trez, he really kind of gains momentum in the second half. I'm wondering, without LeBron, does it take more time to kind of find the groove with the pick and roll and, and getting him involved in some of the actions? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I think he's played bigger minutes in the second half the last couple of games. You know, I think that's the biggest reason why you're seeing that more. But, um, you know, no, I don't think it's, it's something that takes any longer, any, any more time. Dave? Frank, you guys, I think you had 17 threes the other night. Uh, tonight you go six or 26. Uh, what do you think about the looks and uh, the rate that you you made them tonight? Yeah, we didn't shoot the ball well. Second night at back-to-back, guys had heavier legs. Um, our spacing was poor in the first half. Uh, we did a, a far better job in the second half, uh, slot cutting and give our, giving the, um, the guy with the basketball uh, better space to make better decisions. And the, the, the looks got cleaner, but you know, our legs weren't there. And Wookie. Frank, um, working with Dennis this year, uh, is there stuff in his like sort of overall demeanor that makes him the kind of guy who like embraces challenges? Like from afar, at least he seems like someone who, who's not too hard to kind of light a fire under. Well, he's an emotional player, you know, and uh, he brings it out on the court and uh, he's highly competitive and, um, you know, that's just the way he plays. To, to follow up on that really quickly, how important is – and that's critical every game, but, like, specifically during this stretch with where you guys are at, how important is that? Yeah, well, we've got a lot of fighters on this team. You know, uh, all the guys have been playing during this stretch. You know, even we, even though we've, we've struggled at times through small stretches the last three games, four games, um, you know, the competitive spirit has been very high. You know, and uh, Dennis is one of those. But, you know, I can say that about every, every player on our team. This, this team has a high care, care factor and um, loves to compete. Bill? Frank, you mentioned uh, Dennis's defensive effort being inspiring. I, I wonder how um, you might have used over the course of the season that play where you go twice uh, against Denver. You know, that's a highlight we see all the time on TV and in the arena. Is that something that you brought up over the course of the season as a microcosm of how you guys play? The, the one where he dove twice after the ball and you came up out and helped him up on the court. It's like early last month, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, those are, those plays are inspiring, you know, when, when anyone does it, 
you know, Alex Crusoe, Kyle Kuzma, you know, KCP and Kuz, you know, those, those guys make those type of block, uh, chase down blocks that you saw Dennis make tonight all the time, as does obviously LeBron and Anthony, you know, so um, this is the culture we create, right? This is, this is what's expected of our group. Okay. And they're held to the accountability of, of playing harder than an opponent every night. Okay. And, um, you know, this is just what's expected of, of every player on the floor. And Dennis had those hustle plays. He had to chase down block tonight. But like I said, you know, Kuz had the same play, you know, uh, chasing down, um, you know, and, and got a block at the rim. So, you know, it's just, uh, it's the culture we want to create. And Dennis fits into that. Rashawn. Hey coach, uh, first half, uh, Nance got a, a second chance point. You called a timeout, kind of met the team at half court. What was sort of the focus of, of your frustration there during that point? Uh, you know, I think it was um, we're, we're having a problem moving on to the next play as a group. You know, we get caught up in, you know, whatever happened on the offensive possession or a defensive breakdown or, or concern about the refs. And, um, you know, our focus isn't where it needs to be on the next play. And, and we're having breakdowns. I think it was a free throw blockout. I'm not, not exactly sure. Uh, but we had a couple of transition plays last game where we weren't matched up. And it's not acceptable. You know, so like I said, you know, we have to raise the accountability piece in, the, in this stretch. And, um, you know, I think that's what I was frustrated with, with the most uh, during that stretch. You know, we got to move on to the next play and get focused. All right, we've got time for two more. Jordan. Hey, Coach. Um, can you talk a little bit about Markeith Morris and what he's been for you guys? He's averaging around like 25 minutes over the last five games, doing a lot on the rebounding in and facing the floor. Can you just talk a little bit about how his performance has been? Yeah, I want to go back to uh, before um, LeBron got hurt, uh, where we moved him into the starting lineup and uh, helped us with uh, the four game win streak coming out of the break. He's really uh, stabilized things. He's someone that everybody on the floor trusts, coaching staff trusts, uh, that he's going to make solid plays, he's going to defend his own position. He's going to knock down open threes, he's not going to force things. And uh, he's a stabilizing force for our group. You know, he, he's really someone that, um, you know, I'm not sure where we would be during this stretch without his contributions. Last question, Harrison Fagan. Frank, you've praised the competitive spirit of the whole team a couple times tonight. I, I was just wondering how rare is that, it, like this level of, when you're going through adversity for the team to stay this locked in on defense, like how rare is that during your career for a team to kind of keep it up like this? Uh, it's something I demand of my group. You know, I've always demanded a high, high level of, of, of defensive intensity, proficiency, care factor, hustle. And, um, you know, I think that's what you're seeing in, in these types of stretches where guys are diving on the, on the floor for loose balls. This is what wins for you, for you. Okay, you can have as much talent as you want. If you're not going to play harder than your opponent and honor the defensive end, you're not going to win at a high level. You know, so... Um, you know, it's what's expected of our group. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach uh, Frank Vogel. Um, I, I liked a few things he said there, that, that Dennis Schroeder was an inspiration, just kind of shows the effort that he's given. I don't think there's ever a question about this this squad that we have right now, their effort. I don't think that's ever going to be a question. Question's going to come down to, do they have enough talent to win these games? In a game against the Cavs, you certainly did. In a game coming up against Orlando, you're supposed to. Uh, that's coming up on Sunday, so... Um, certainly a good win for the Lakers just to get back in the win column. When we come back, we'll get a chance to hear from Montrez Harrell. Plus, let's talk a little bit about Andre Drummond.
Where's Andre Drummond going to land, and how how big would it be if he ended up with the Lakers? How critical that would be? Uh, we'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is the Pizza Lakers Post Game Show on Seven Ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code Eight Save. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Montrez Harrell turns, whips the ball outside, stolen on a breakaway by Darius Garland. And Schroeder blocked it! A spectacular block by Dennis Schroeder. Maybe the block of the year. Caldwell Pope to THT for three. No good. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance. And only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Um, great call by John Ireland. What a play. That That's probably the difference of the game. I mean, we've already heard. We heard from Coach. heard from a couple of the reporters. Um, this was the play that kind of swung the game. It, it changed the complete landscape of the game. And for the Lakers to win this game by 14, I mentioned, you know, the contributions from Dennis Schroeder. But defensively for the Lakers, 15 steals. 15 steals for the Lakers. Got three blocks. Remember yesterday they didn't have any blocks. Um, so to, to kind of add that into the mix as well, uh, that part is obviously fantastic. And, you know, you just look overall, um, I don't know if help's coming. We, we don't know what the Lakers are going to be able to do in the buyout market. Of course, the, the conversation is Andre Drummond, and there are multiple reports. I read off a tweet in the pregame show, Brad Turner from the LA Times, that, you know, Lakers obviously strong contention, but there's other teams out there. So everybody's going to make their pitches. Uh, everybody's going to make their pitch and lobby to have a player like Andre Drummond. Um, and, and however the Lakers round up the rest of this roster, with the guys that they have today that are playing on this roster right now, the ones that are um, in the lineup because they're healthy, you got to have effort. Dennis Schroeder certainly showed that effort. Uh, another player, no surprise here, that's been fantastic for the Lakers. Montrez plays 30 minutes tonight, 10 of 15 from the field. Ends up with 24 points and 10 rebounds. Here's Montrez Harrell on the Lakers' 14-point win. Trez, wondered what the message was at halftime as you guys are trailing by seven, and then we saw the results in the third quarter when things flipped around pretty quickly. Um, the talk at halftime was basically, um, you know, about the miscommunication we had on defense in the end, and um, guys wasn't in the right rotation spots. Um, so we really just cleaned up a lot of mistakes that we had on defense in the end, and really just uh, you know made our rotations earlier. Um, you know, we knew they kept hitting the big on the pocket pass and, you know, it opened up a lot for them. Um, so we just wanted to make sure that we got there early, make the bid, make, uh, make a decision, pass out of it, you know, try to do something different and just land up the ball or get fouled. Two questions about uh, for you about Dennis Schroeder. Uh, just wondering first, the chase down block that he had and the steals and just how much he sparked your guys' defense. And then if you feel like you and he have been developing some in the screen roll game on the other side of the court. Um. He's a warrior on the defensive end of the floor. Um, he started, uh, you know, getting up in guys, picking them up full court, uh, making them uncomfortable, turning guys. Um, you know, he's just being a pest. Uh, something that he's 
uh, built the name for in this league for a long time. Um, and as far as my offense on the floor, um, you know, I think we're starting to jail. We're starting to, uh, you know, find some plays and, um, you know, read each other a little bit more. I think it's a lot of that was about reads and kind of getting a feel of, you know, what each other can kind of do or, or how, you know, we kind of want the ball or a uh, screen set for one another, man. So it's just communication, man. It's going to take a little bit of time. Um, this is our first year playing together, uh, playing together, but I think we're going to get it right. Kyle? Uh, Trez, uh, has there been just tension from from losing? Did you guys feel like you just really needed to get this this win on a win under your belts without LeBron or AD? Um, no, I don't think we felt tension. Um, you know, I think we was uh, more so you know disappointed at um, you know the results of um, a lot of our last games, especially when uh, we put ourselves there and a lot of them at. Um, got down big and, you know, fought to come back on it and uh, made them, you know, some close games towards the end. But, you know, we we, we know in ourselves, knowing our mind, if we would have played like this starting out the game, you know, it might have been a different outcome. So I don't think it's more so, um, you know, frustration or anything like that, man. I just think it's more so guys are, you know, competitive and we just wanted to come out here and get the win, man, just get back in the win column in general. Dan? Chris, how much of this is just kind of figuring out who you guys are going to have to be. Um, it feels like that's been sort of a constant question for you guys this year because of injuries and guys going in and out. And, um, you know, this stretch, at least it seems like you're going to get a, a sustained look at the same group of guys. Um, I mean, honestly, we just got to play next man up, man. We just got to keep looking to come in take it one game at a time, uh, put together a great offensive plan, a great defensive plan to take uh, the other team out of the plays that they do well and, you know, how we want to create our own offense and, you know, take it one step at a time, man. We can't look forward to you know, two weeks to when AD or Brown comes back, three weeks when they come back, man, whenever they come back. We can't look forward to that. And like I said, in previous, previous, um, you know, media takes uh, before this, man, we're, we're not just looking to hold on or, or just try to, you know, uh, keep our head above water while we don't have those guys, man. We're trying to compete and still win games. Um, like I said, we put ourselves in some tough situations and, and lost a few, but it just feels good to get back in the winning column tonight, man. That's that's what it is, man. It just feels good to get back in the winning comment. Hopefully, we can take this carrying over to Sunday's game. Take a couple more, Rashawn. Hey, Tris. Uh, going back to Dennis's block. I mean, as big as you guys, you know, you protected him all the time. What's it like seeing a six-three guy get up there and do something like that? Um, honestly, man, a lot of our team is athletic, man. Um, I think almost. If I'm not mistaken, everybody on the team can dunk the basketball. And I mean, everybody. So this is an athletic team. You know, guys are, um, you know, we're on the team, one of the guys who is known to leave to chase down blocks and Braun, man. So um, I think that mindset is kind of something that he instilled in all of us. And uh, just, you know, making the right play, man. Uh, you turn over, a loose ball happens, or, you know, just some random play happened where we lose the ball and they're going back on the other end. It's just about playing the right way and uh, getting back um, on the defense end. And I think everybody is just, uh, we took that mindset to heart, um, definitely in the second half, and you know we just didn't want to make anything easy for him. All right, that's uh, Montrez Hill right there. Um, another good night for Montrez. A couple things I want to do when we come back. So I got a chance in the pregame show today. Uh, we're watching Anthony Davis warm up, and there was sort of an update, sort of an update on Anthony Davis, and I think this part um, – uh, Dave McMenamin put out a good article just kind of detailing some of it. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Anthony Davis. Um, we'll look at the Lakers' schedule. The next five games, seven games or so, 
uh, winnable games. Games are certainly going to be tough without being 100%. So we'll do all that coming up next. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how. Locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers uh, 58 to 42 over the Cavs. Uh, dominate points in the paint. 100 to 86. The final score. Lakers now uh, 29 and 17, as I mentioned. So. There was some discussion, some conversation. I think everybody thought there'd be an update on Anthony Davis. Our coach mentioned this two weeks ago that uh, he'd be reevaluated in two weeks. So everybody just kind of assumed that was going to happen. Um, coach mentioned in the pregame show, he said the truth is he gets evalu- evaluated every day. Um, he does work. They treat him. They value him. We're in the middle of a ramp up, but he's still a ways away. So I think that kind of left everybody um, you know, kind of questioning, okay, what does a ways away mean? So apparently here, uh, team doctors have cleared Anthony Davis to begin advancing on his on-court work after an evaluation on Friday, nearly six weeks after uh, AD went down with that calf strain. The advancement will include increased volume and intensity in shooting, dribbling, and position-specific drills, um, according to uh, the Lakers. So uh, that was coming an article from Dave McMenamin on ESPN. The The reason why I want to hit on that real quick is so I'm shooting around. He's shooting some threes and uh, just doing some some just very, very basic shooting skills. And, you know, one of the things that I thought of right out the gate was, OK, well, we're not sure when LBJ is coming back. Obviously, we're also not sure when Anthony Davis is coming back. It's not like we have a clear timetable or anything along those lines. And if you look at after this game on Sunday against the Orlando Magic, I, I just want to kind of let you know the, the stretch of games the Lakers will have coming up after this. So Orlando on Sunday, Lakers will be expected to win that game. Magic, uh, not a good team. They're sitting at 15-30 and 30 on the season. Uh, they've lost eight of their last ten games. They just traded away Aaron Gordon. They traded away Evan Fournier, uh, Nikola Vucevic, their three best players they just traded away. So this is not a team that's obviously um, in contention. They'll probably have a lot of G League players or guys just trying to make an NBA roster that are going to be on that team to close out this season. They're rebuilding. So Orlando on Sunday. Wednesday, you got the Milwaukee Bucks. Then you go on the road for seven straight games. Sacramento on the road. Clippers. Toronto on the road, Miami, Brooklyn, New York, Charlotte. So you could say five of those seven games are against playoff teams. So it's not going to be an easy. And, and then the game before that road trip is the Milwaukee Bucks. Then you got three games after that, Boston, Utah twice. 
then you're on the road against Dallas. So April's going to be an incredibly tough schedule. So as often as you can get a win, you got to take a uh, complete, complete advantage of that. And then obviously the Lakers, you know, from there will have to uh, will have to figure some things out as far as um, what the roster is going to look like. And I know everyone's on pins and needles to see what happens with guys like Andre Drummond, still Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, that's another name that's being floated out there. So we'll see what happens on that front. I want to play um, part of Wesley Matthews' conversation with uh, uh, obviously with uh, with the reporters. Wesley Matthews tonight. I know his his game is not going to look like it just from a scoring perspective, anything like that. But still, nine points, four rebounds, um, hit a couple shots for the Lakers. Played eighteen minutes. Here's Wesley Matthews. Hey, just just wondered what you thought the big difference was in the third quarter uh, compared to the first half, and then how you're able to sustain that going through to the fourth as well. Uh, our attention to detail on the defensive end, um, executing our scheme, just executing our game plan, and uh, taking away some of their easy. Uh, easy points, some of the self-inflicted um, um, damaging plays that we do to ourselves, um, not turning the ball over and just making plays for each other. Uh, obviously, shots falling helps everything, getting steals, getting on transition, playing against the, um, a non-set defense is, is uh, ideal. So we are able to come out with the right energy and, uh, and, and sustain it. And Wesley, just zooming out a little bit, thinking about uh when stars are out over your experience over these years and teams and guys have to do more, do you think that can lead to some mistakes? And is that part of what you think the situation has been with the turnovers these last couple of games? I mean, it's going to be growing pains. You got two of the best players in, in the game, uh, not that you're used to playing with, uh, no longer on the uh, available. So yeah, everybody has to step up. Um, we're still going to get everybody's best shot. No one cares that AD and Braun aren't playing for us right now. Um, and we all got a job to do, and that's and that's win basketball games, that's compete. It's, it's finding a new niche for everybody. You know, we got to find a new way, not a new way, but adjust the style of play, um, find out different ways to win, and it's going to come out with toughness, it's going to come with togetherness, and it's going to come with just fight and scrappiness. Okay, we are going to go to Kyle Goon, please. Hey, Wes. Um, we haven't talked to you since LeBron got injured. I'm just wondering what has been sort of the – the ride for for you and, and the locker room just in the last week and um you know with with the losing streak and the trade deadline kind of coming around at the same time did it all feel a little piled together when it come comes to tension are you asking just me personally or like as a team yeah i mean you personally you know, yeah i mean you you kind of went through it and, and i'm sure there's just a lot to the last week um, I mean, obviously when the, when Brown went down, it was, uh, I think it rattled the whole NBA, you know, not just our team. Um, and, uh, as far as trade deadlines and all that kind of stuff, I, I don't think there's been a season I've been in the NBA that I haven't heard my name possibly in a trade room or so at this point in my career, uh, you just block that out and, uh, you just take care of what you can take care of, show up every day, leave everything on the court. And uh, just be there for your guys, be there for your team. And this is growing for us. You know, this is just only going to make us a scarier team when we get back healthy. You know, everybody's getting a new rhythm. Everybody's having an opportunity to showcase a little bit more, do a little bit more, gain a little bit more confidence. And then now um, when those guys come back in, you know, everybody else is just hitting on all cylinders. And uh, we got two of the best players in the world coming back. So, you know, right now we just got to hold the fort down, 
continue to, um, to fight, scrap, play together, uh, find ways to win, um, stay competitive, compete. You know, our goal is to win every game that we play still. So um, it hasn't changed. All right, that's uh, Wesley Matthews right there. Love what he said. When LeBron went down, they shook the entire NBA. Absolutely it did. Absolutely it did. And until he comes back, until Anthony Davis comes back, and seeing where the Lakers will be from a playoff position, um, the only thing that's going to matter from there is obviously getting to the postseason, seeing what the Lakers can do from there. Um, Lakers over the Cavs, 100-86 to the final score. 29-17 and on the season, holding on to that fourth place in the Western Conference. Our next broadcast, by the way, so Lakers got the magic coming up this Sunday. Pre-game show will be at 5.30. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. As always, we greatly appreciate you guys being a part of the show. I'm Alan Sliwa, and this has been the Pizza Lakers Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.